Okay, uh, welcome to Jayapurbites, the JLF podcast. We're live here at the JBM Haveli. I'm sitting with Jan, who is going to tell us about something really amazing that I just experienced. It was a VR Kafka thing. That's how I can describe it so far, but I want you to tell us what just happened. Okay, so hi, I'm uh, Jan. So what you tried was a virtual reality adaptation of Franz Kafka's novella, The Metamorphosis, um, directed by Mika Johnson with uh, sponsorship of the Goethe Institute in Prague. Um, yeah, so you put on a VR headset. In this case, we have the HTC Vive, and you put on some slippers and gloves that are attached to HTC Vive trackers to match the movement of your hands and legs so that in the piece, you become Gregor Samsa from the book. And what you're experiencing is essentially the very first part of the first chapter of the book. So you wake up transformed into this creature, you know, some call it a cockroach, some call it some sort of like insect thing. Um, and you walk around the room and you experience what Gregor experienced very much present in that space as, mm -hmm. as him. Why that story? Like, what, what was the reason to pick that section of that story as part of this experience? Yeah, so this is sort of really Mika's story, the director. Um, so Mika was, has always been a, a, a Kafka fanatic. And I mean, as you know, like people who like Kafka, they really like Kafka. Like there's no like mediocre Kafka fans. Like they're, they're really, really big fans of, of Kafka. And so The Metamorphosis being sort of one of the more important books of the 20th century, um, he had obviously known the story and he had the opportunity to try VR technology in this case. So this was like three years ago, back in 2017. Um, he had tried the, the Vive with our producer, Shahid Gulamali, um, and was just blown away by the technology. You know, the possibilities of it were immediately um, evident to him, and he had thought that it would be a perfect opportunity to take the room from the book, which was, you know, this perfect little rectangle, and it would be perfect for what was possible for VR at that time, which was like nice little 4x4, 3x4, 5x4 space. And he thought that those two would just go perfect together. So, I mean, as a, as a you know, artist, he was already thinking of sort of what he can do to use this technology as being this new art form. And he thought that the metamorphosis would be the perfect story to then adapt for that. Mm -hmm. So him and Shah Shahid got talking, and then they put together a, a pitch for the Goethe Institute in Prague. And Kafka being from Prague, it just sort of, everything just sort of worked together. Well, what's been the reaction of the people that have been experiencing it in Prague and, and here at the festival? Yeah, so, I mean, we've had this piece at almost 50 different locations at this point over the past two years. And reactions are really all over the place. Like, I know it's, I have to sort of say that, you know, but it's, it's true. Reactions have been everywhere from like complete euphoria at just what, because in a lot of cases, VR still is a very much a new technology. And so people who are experiencing it are blown away just by the novelty of it. You know, the, the fact that there's something that isn't really a movie. It's something beyond that. I mean, you put on the headset and you put on the trackers and you're very present within 
this space. You know, you're not just a passive observer like you mm -hmm. would be in a movie, but you're essentially creating the story within the space. You get to choose where you go and what you see. And so a lot of people have been just completely blown away. And those are like my favorite reactions mm -hmm. when people see themselves in the mirror and they scream yeah. and they yell and they dance and they move because they're very aware that what they see is their body, yeah. but it's not the body that they know. It's the one that's been Which metamorphosized. Exactly. Himself. Exactly. And, you know, on the other end, we've also had people who weren't impressed at all. You know, and a lot of cases, people who are, want something more, you know, because our piece isn't really a game. There really isn't anything. There aren't objectives. Mm -hmm. You know, there aren't, like, zombies to shoot or, like, things that you have to look for necessarily, you mm -hmm. know? There is a key, but that was sort of a compromise that was made between the programmers and, and the director himself. It's just very gimmicky. Our point is that we want you to experience what it's like to be Gregor and be in that book. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, people on the other end who are maybe more familiar with video games and their brains are just sort of wired to, like, want to, like, throw the books off the shelf or, yeah. like, break the mirror or open the window. And that we understand, you know. But what we did was you know, very minimal interactivity because mm -hmm. you, we wanted all the other elements to be much more heightened. Um, so, yeah, and then everything in between for we've had kids cry before <laughs> and we've had, um, yeah, I mean, it's, I would say overwhelmingly positive, you know, because people are at a book fair and they're here for the love of literature and we took, you know, one of the most beloved books and we, we turned it into an, an alternate experience, you know, a different way of appreciating the book. Or for people who haven't read the book, you know, an opportunity to be interested in the story and then be able to then go and actually go back to the book. What's been your role in, in this project? Yeah, so I actually wasn't even a part of the production team itself. So we had three different teams in Prague all working together. So we had voice actors for each of the three languages. We had programmers and engineers who worked on the Bugs Body, and we had artists. And I actually did, wasn't even involved until the piece was finished. Um, and I came on right before the piece was exhibited in Prague in January of 2018 as a, as a social media intern so I was kind of co-managing the the Instagram really like nothing special at all but after the piece premiered in Prague and was sort of finished there there was a demand from other institutes to also host the piece and so then Mika and Shahid and I sort of sat down and decided that we had to split time between all the installations because you know Mika and Shah couldn't be in mm -hmm. more than you know two spaces at once so I then got to kind of come on and be really someone who gets to go out you know to Korea or Hong Kong or wherever and, and set up the piece and train people to run the piece and be able to bring it further around the world than what would have been possible if it was just Mika traveling. So for Mika and, and, and the rest of the team, what do you hope people take away from this idea? Mm. And where do you, because I mean, I'm immediately thinking VR books, yeah. you know, VR experiences where yeah. you end up being a part of the story. So Absolutely. what's the hope of the team to, and what's next for this metamorphosis? Mm. I mean, I think I myself would, would love to see this become sort of a mainstream, you know, I think there's still a lot of skeptics out there, even though that VR isn't, it's still a new art form, but it's not, I don't think it's taken very seriously from the mainstream because there is still a very large part of the world that doesn't fully understand the technology. Um, they think, and in that case, some of the critics just sort of brush it off as just sort of a niche. Oh, okay, we were not gonna, 
it's not going to be important in a few years, like 3D technology and that sort of thing, you know, like, you know, 3D movies exist, but it's just sort of not important in, in a sense. And I, I really hope that people see our piece and see that it isn't just about, you know, games where, you know, you're, I don't know, like shooting things and, you know, but there's something more that you can get out of it. And ha being an adaptation of literature, I think, sort of proves that point that there are other ways that you can experience stories and there are other ways that art can be presented in a way that, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to go along the lines of traditional storytelling. There doesn't, in VR, there doesn't have to be like a three-plot structure. There don't have to be characters. Um, and I, I hope to see that VR sort of is more accepted in, in, in that sense. And so, I yeah. Yeah, so uh, we, we are out of time, but do, oh, do, tell us, do tell us where people can learn more about what you're doing here and where you're traveling next to, where can they learn more? Yeah, so I mean, the easiest way to learn about it here is we're at Haveli, you know, but I'm, I guess when this comes out, people won't know that. I mean, we have an Instagram, so if you follow VR Vandlung, V-R-V-A-N-D-L-U-N-G, then they can sort of keep up to see where we're at. We post on Instagram stories and stuff like that. And you can follow, Drone VR is, is Shahid's company and we're on Twitter and, and Facebook to see where, where that's going. But uh, yeah. Awesome, thank you for sharing this experience with us. No, thank you. Thank you for listening to Jepper Bites. If you like this episode, Please subscribe to our show on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this. Jepperbytes is a Launchora production. Producers of Story Talking with Laksh, The Visionary Podcast, Jazz India Circuit Podcast, Poetry Darbar, and most recently, Play Me Life. All our shows are available on all major podcast apps. Once again, I'm your host, Laksh Datta, and thank you for listening. Thank you.